0: sit the floor, let the body sit the floor, let the body sit the... Flo- And welcome to episode 112 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess Jody, and in the virtual studio with me tonight, um, is the one, the only, the silent assassin, the man himself, Pele? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Yeah, looking forward to looking forward to talking about the talking about our special topic tonight.
1: Yeah, the good guys. We're going to talk about that.
0: Exactly, hundred and ten percent good guys. Yes. That's what we Fair talk about.
1: judges of
0: the imperial space. Exactly.
2: Uh, I, I like how you added in tonight as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm try, I'm trying to I'm trying to i to be organised at least, make it seem like this was all recorded in one smooth trip when well, it wasn't. But you know, it's how it goes. Um, now there would be another voice before Freddy's, but that, uh, unfortunately, Eric's not joining us until the main segment. But he'll be along a little bit later. But as you heard, um, and he's always to the right of my right, is the man himself atop the uh, the throne built on the empty beer cans and pretzels and tears of his enemies. Is the one and only Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy?
2: gluing away fucking sniffing plastic glue like a happy motherfucker
0: <laughs> so are you working on um new plastic marines by any chance or yeah. night lords night lords <gasps> don't give away the secrets man we've got to get there first and
2: it doesn't the podcast like the episode said uh, we're doing night lords
0: i mean it does yeah
2: <laughs> aren't we doing that doesn't everyone already know? I don't understand.
0: We kind of give it away in the title, but i, I like to have a bit of build-up, if it's possible, because as Freddie has quite rightly said, tonight's episode is all about the good guys, the uh, the judge, juries, and most definitely executioners of the 30K universe, the the, uh, the lovely boys themselves, the Night Lords.
2: Emo Batman.
0: And this is... Emo Batman Shadow Killers. But who's Robin? Savitar. Definitely seven. Uh, if anybody disagrees, come at me with a better option. But uh, no,
2: no, he he is Robin because he still has some sort of weird fucking moral. Uh... <laughs> he's he's like bad Robin. I don't know, <laughs> fucked up <that> Robin.
1: <laughs> it's hard to be Robin in space, you know.
0: He's he's he is basically the Red Hood. If you get that reference, then you're good. Um, but yes, so we're going to be talking. Perhaps that was the riddle. Perhaps, ooh, perhaps it was. Now, now I'm just getting super tinfoil hatty, and the last thing you want to do the, is have tinfoil hats on when the eighth are around, because they'll basically use it to serve your skull up in. But yes, we're going to be talking all about the Night Lords tonight. But before we do that, let's go uh, get through some of the stuff that's sort of happened and what we're up to and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I do want to say we did have a bit of an issue with our last episode. Not our issue, um, but our hosting company SoundCloud had some problems getting the um rss feed over to itunes and a couple of other um hosts so if you haven't for some reason been able to see it on your latest feed uh please go to our facebook page and you'll see our previous episode episode 111 which is the mechanic and book review with the lovely um lovely Tim from the Eye of Horus podcast, sort of skyping in from the dark down unders of uh Ausland. And it was a bit of a riot from what I can uh, f- from what I've listened to so far. So yes. If you have missed the last episode, it is there. Um it's just that we had some unforeseen circumstances with SoundCloud. Um you can dodge that by listening to us on Spotify. Uh follow us on the Facebook group, come and join us. Over on Discord, if you like, because we're having lots of fun over on Discord, and we're on Instagram as well. So I think we have a fairly, fairly well-sized social media presence, which I'm pretty happy about. We've built that back up a bit. Um, so, guys, you know, being a hobby podcast, because it's kind of what we do. What are you guys hobbying on this evening while we're uh, while we're chatting away? I mean, you've kind of given yours away already, Freddie, getting high off the off the glue. But what are you specifically working on?
2: Uh, I am currently, well, I just finished building a 10-man tactical squad with mm-hmm. bolters and chain bayonets. And now I am currently building a uh, 10-man, despoiler squad with my leftover chaos uh, space marine bits from back in the day.
0: Back in the day.
2: When I was a young one. Then obviously I'm also building on some other things that are non-heresy related as I'm speeding away on my Astra Claw for my Badab War project.
0: Nice, very nice indeed. Now, Pele, what are you working on, my friend? I'm working on uh, Night Lodge. Oh, who'd have thought?
1: Eh? Can you can you believe that? Who'd have thought? Um, actually, guys who uh, scare people and shoot rotor cannons, uh, terror, terror squads. Oh Jesus!
0: <laughs> we're not only we're going to scare you. We're going to mow you down while we do it. <laughs> Stuff and also
1: uh, some uh, rapid laser destroyer. Ooh! I need some backup, you know, to to kill people from the distance in the dark. That's the opus Motorandi. Uh, I'm also working on uh, uh the starting box with Eldars, and uh, it's called Eldars, nothing else. And Space Marines, mm. and uh, Space Marines are Night Lords. I think they turn out pretty good.
0: Nice. Um, that's a, that's a lot to be working on, man. But it sounds like you got a lot. You got a good grasp and getting it all done so that's pretty pretty awesome
1: yeah i gave it i was like airbrushing the other day and Mm -hmm. i have them glued together for a long time i say what the fuck i had to do something with this (laughs) so i painted my stock standard night lord uh, painting ship it turned out really good and the detail i'm gonna paint the details not tonight but soon and post a picture on it
0: I was going to say we better we better get some pictures so we can post up so people can see it because I would uh, very much like to to uh, have our listeners uh, have a look at that because that sounds very very cool. I got to say I am I am working on my space Wolves or have been working on my space Wolves uh, because I can't hobby and host at the same time. But I have <laughs> finally this evening gotten the last base colours down on my on forty of my sixty five troops and. As always, made them a little too bright. So, uh, thanks to Henry, uh, one of his tips from his um, Space Wolf Heresy Space Wolf painting scheme, I managed to uh, dull the color back a little bit with some drudgy violet and just thin that down nicely with a lot of water, and you know, get that over the top, and it brings out the gray really nicely. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. But uh, you know, even I might try and remember to get some pictures up um, at some point. Uh, to show the progress, so I'll do my best. But um, yeah, so we've got a lot going on for ourselves right now because it is—I mean, let's be fair—it is the run-up to Scandus right now, and we will talk about Scandus in a little bit because by the time this episode drops, there'll be literally two weeks left until Scandus. So if you're listening to this now, uh, on on the day of release or the weekend of release you got a little bit of time left, but not a lot. Paint, my pretties, paint. Nothing like crunch time towards, towards an event to get your armies completed. Um, but we do need to talk about something that's very important, uh, when it comes to, um, scandalous weekend. Well, it's not scandalous itself. It is our annual, uh, raffle for, uh, the fight against, uh, DMD or Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Uh, Freddie, this is and has always been your baby. Um, do you want to remind our listeners what we're what we're on about and what uh, what is up for grabs for them? Yeah, uh,
2: basically, it's so what we're doing is we're as always every single time we're selling raffle tickets for awesome prices and each raffle ticket is a donation against research to find a cure for DMD. DMD is like a terrible muscle disease and obviously everyone that knows me knows it's personal and close to my heart and we're trying to do everything we can to you know fucking exterminate this this terrible illness. Uh, And this year as always we have Buckloads of raffle prizes. We have actually heaps loads of sponsors from hobby stores and stuff. So it's basically it's gone like really crazy. We have two starter boxes for Horus Heresy. We have like a 28 mil Warlord Titan. We have 28 mil Aeronautica. We have books. We have paints. We have so much shit going on. But if you want to know exactly what's going on, check out our Facebook page because we have all the info right there.
0: And some pictures. You put some pictures up of the prizes themselves, didn't you? Yes.
2: Well, I didn't. Christopher did. but
0: Well, you took them. Christopher put them up. Yeah. Yeah. So you can <laughs> actually see what you can be winning, which is very, very awesome.
2: Which is uh, already, like, too late because we already have more rifle, rifle prizes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's to be, to be updated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be updated. So get a ticket. Get your groove on. Like, even if you don't win, you're doing something good you're helping out and you're making a different difference. And that is all that matters.
0: And if you can, uh, if your country wherever allows you to deduct charitable donations against your taxes, you you can claim this in that respects as well. Um, As our friends in the U S have told us very, very happily more than once. Um, But actually Freddie, how do people go about doing this and and how much is it going to cost them?
2: Uh, it's going to cost them 35 US dollars, and each increment of 35 US dollars gives you a raffle ticket. Uh, all the details are once more against you uh, at the Facebook page. There is a link there with which you click, and then you just follow the bouncing ball, write out your details, use your credit card or wherever you prefer means of payment, like PayPal or whatnot, and then donate your $35, and uh, I'll see that you have donated to the charity I get a notification. And you will be generated a raffle ticket.
0: Nice. And then, you know, as I said, it's the it's a big thing for the weekend of Scandis that we do this raffle because we do a live draw um, on Facebook, um, so everybody can see it happening as it goes down. Um, so you are in with the chance of uh, watching your pri- your ticket, hopefully, be drawn live on Facebook, which is always fun, especially a couple of years back when um, when we've actually phoned one of the winners. On the day, we phoned Ulf, and he had to come down and get his... His Warlord Titan. His Warlord Titan, yeah, which I thought was awesome. Good times. You never know. If, if, you, if you're if friends of us and we, you win something, who knows? We might call you live on Facebook just for the fun of it. Um, so be close to your phone or at least <laughs> your uh, Facebook Messenger or something. Um but yeah it's it's always a fun time when we do the raffle and like you said Freddie it's going towards a an amazing cause that you know we've been fortunate enough to do a lot towards over the past few years so we'd like to keep doing that and see some of this these uh, nasty these nasty disease get its ass kicked properly um uh, yeah. so yes thank you we would love you to uh, reach out and do that um now there's not there's actually not a huge amount of news to talk about this this episode. So we'll, we'll shuffle on over to our, our virtual news desk. Um, and since I wasn't on the last episode, I'm probably going to ask you guys, actually, um, to tell me if you've covered some of this stuff. Um, have you covered the new assassin that's been previewed? No. Because that thing is pretty... <laughs> Please tell me, you guys have... What do you guys think about the new assassins? The new, this new tech assassin—it
2: yeah, is pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah, Um I mean the model knocks it out of the park, no matter what. But uh I, I like the fact that they're bringing the assassins into into heresy. Um, well, I mean they were they were there before, but I like the fact they
2: were in the books.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, they are in the books. Uh, as a Nightlord player, you should know that. Um, yeah, I think it's awesome because. The order is important uh, resource for the empire imp- to use, and yep. it's cool models. So, fuck me.
0: Yeah. Have you seen? Have you guys seen the? Um, uh, There's a slight amount of tangent, but totally worth it. You know that they they did Warhammer Plus and they did that uh, Vindicare Assassin in the the Sisters of Battle statue head last year. Have you seen Have you seen that one going around? Mm. No, I don't think so. I'll dig out a photo for you, but it, it's really, really, I think it's a, a really cool looking model. But somebody, um, because this is obviously what, um, uh, what was it, uh, this community does, somebody looked at that and went, bet I can do better than that. So they took that model uh, and then they made a two scale Sisters of Battle. Um, body for the head so you've actually got a full-sized statue with the um what's it called operative umbral six is the name of it i know this because i'm googling it right now um and they've actually got it in the head and it's it's a giant piece of terrain um i've seen it on some 40k groups and if you can find it it's well worth looking at because it is it is absolutely stunning But I really hope that if they're going to do it, they're going to bring out new sculpts for all the all the assassins because I love the old ones. I just I would really like to see some new sculpts.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the oh, what's it called? No one can hide in your unit. Uh, uh, Calidus.
2: Yes. Calidus, the one that had the Catan face blade thingy or blade thingy.
1: It, Yeah. I remember the second edition games. I always hid in the. Your units, Freddy, and the other Freddy as well. You hated me
2: so annoying. But it was it was good when and finally ah oh, Necrons came around and like oh that play doesn't hurt me. <laughs> <The> fuck. <laughs> uh,
0: excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's I, I love the idea of assassins coming up, and that's actually um, a nice little jump into one of the newer pieces of, of news that we have is that um, they are going to be or soon to be arriving I believe it's October if I remember right Pelle we talked about this earlier but we have Lieber Imperium coming
1: yes it should be early October it's not up for pre-order yet No, uh, but soon I guess
0: yeah but we, we there's a couple of um, there's a lovely Warcom uh, Warhammer community article on it uh, a little bit of stuff is revealed for certain things um and you've got basically you've got uh what is it custodies solar orcs and the assassin clades um coming in in this book which is
1: sisters of silence
0: oh yeah sisters of silence as well sorry i was looking at the headline um but yeah <laughs> basically basically imperial forces are non-space marine are coming and um I think this is going to be uh, an absolutely amazing book. I really hope it is anyway.
1: I like the, thing, the fact that they actually released these books in a rather high flow. You don't have to wait like six months between books or something.
0: Yeah, I think that would have been a, that would have been a massive misstep if they'd done that, you know with the launch of the heresy, so yeah hundred percent behind you on that one, mate. Um, I wonder. Uh, I wonder how different the the uh, custodians are going to be, because I know they sort of came out super hot, and then they got a bit of a a toned down, and then you know they seem to even out. But I'm I'm genuinely intrigued to see what sort of force they're going to be in this um, in this particular.
2: You mean how broken?
0: <laughs> Is that what you're trying? I was trying not to say that, <laughs> but yes, something along those lines. Are they going to be broken? If so, how broken? Uh, and if not, you know, is it gonna be something that we we as players are gonna enjoy playing against or are we just gonna be, you know, finding an ice cream for our buttholes afterwards after every game?
2: Bad and offended.
0: Yeah.
1: That's hard to make an army hard as fuck and not uh, OP.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Find the right balance and right drawbacks.
0: Yeah. We'll see what happens. But uh I'm intrigued. I'm genuinely intrigued to see what they come up with and what they're going to be like. So hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but Solar Orcs, man, Solar Orcs are coming, and that makes me very happy. I wonder if we're going to see genuinely see plastic Solar Orcs.
2: That would be amazing.
0: It would, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. It would be very cool to see.
2: Why wouldn't it?
0: Why wouldn't they? Uh,
1: didn't they release a Kill Team Boxer with
0: some kind of um...
2: Solar oxy guys? yeah
0: they have done i mean it, it was pointed out quite rightly that this this is you know work for a, by a different part of the studio so there's no real uh, shout out to greg for that by the way from the imperial truth um there's no guarantee that that actually means anything in that respect but um i don't know i would i would uh, love to think that that is actually uh what's, you know what's actually going to happen of course it could if they wanted to they could yeah
2: Team into the dark, you know, extreme boarding action. So, I assume,
0: yeah, but I mean, let's be fair, they've got they've already got a lovely, an absolutely beautiful range of solar orcs models in resin. There's got to be a way to just get them transferred over to plastic because if they do, (laughs) yay!
1: (laughs) Imagine like a starter box, but with uh, solar orcs.
0: Oh, I've talked dirty to me, man. That that sounds beautiful. It's exactly the sort of thing I'd like to see. Yeah,
1: that I think that would be a good thing. Everyone's it with Space Marines. You paint yeah. your Space Marines where all the fuckers have our Space Marines, but now you get a chance to get a shitload of plastic high quality uh solar arcs.
0: Yeah. And like like you said earlier, Freddie, when we were actually talking about it, I mean I, I'm still pessimistic that they're gonna drop a book that covers the militia. But they really should, because, you know, you've got massive amounts of plastic kits that exist already uh, in the 40k range that would work really well for Militia. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens on that front. But yeah, definitely plastic Solar Orcs would be the absolute tits.
1: Yeah. But they are going to release at least one more book. We have got Dark Mechanicum, yeah. and you've got The Demons.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that they're gonna. It's going to be under something like Allies of the War Master or something.
1: Yeah, something like you that.
0: Know, and throw militia in there as well because militia definitely have their place. Yeah, uh, I think
1: so as well. If you read the uh, the lore books, of course yeah. there are Solarox regiments that have turned traitor mm-hmm. as just as Space Marines, but there are shitloads of shitty militia of I really yeah. like the second book, uh, Siege of Terra. Talked.
0: Yeah uh, Actually beast men. Yeah. Literally throwing hundreds of thousands upon millions of beastmen and stuff at the um at the walls of terror just to get yeah. mowed down. It's like it would be easier to just compact the earth and probably ship all these guys around. But I guess if you want to build a ramp up to the top of the walls, you might as well just keep using the uh using the militia like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah. As a Shitload of lore with militia. You have tons of modelers out there who want to model challenge. So I I really hope they keep them.
2: Yeah. Do you remember when uh, you used to have an epic? You used to be able to have beastmen and like imperial beastmen.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. Actually, it's been a while, man. But that would be that would be kind of cool to see as well. Would be would be a fun callback. And I very much hope the militia shows up because I've got a three thousand point militia army that needs some uh, needs some rules to make it work. <laughs> so, I'm a bit biased on that personally, if I'm honest. Um, also, we've got some some pre-orders uh, or stuff up for pre-orders, uh, if I remember rightly. Which actually, by this time, by the time this episode goes live, would have been up for over a week already. Um, but you've got all the lovely, fantastic, perf- perfectly sexy. Uh, Emperor's Children stuff, if I remember rightly, or have they gone up already? Somebody remind me.
1: I uh, think they're up.
0: Uh, see, like I knew what I was talking about. But there's heavy weapons. That's that's very cool. That's very sexy.
1: Oh, sorry. Lucius is uh, pre order
0: Oh, Lucius is... Oh, phew. Okay. So I, <laughs> I would say... Operator, and no, was not her pre-order. I would ask our editors just to work around that and make me sound competent, but...
2: How about new?
0: But you've got the... What is it? Heavy flamer, uh, multi-melter, and plasma cannons in one pack, 10 of each. And then you've got auto cannons, heavy volkites, and shoulder-mounted las cannons. Oh. Uh,
1: Yes. Old school. Old school, baby. You remember (laughs) that when you had your uh, second edition? uh, Yes. You tried to glue the last cannon. Just the amount of super glue. Yeah had to use to actually
0: that and the plasma cannon because the plasma cannon weighed a ton as
1: well and it was a top to have it. you have to like sort of add stuff to the base
0: <laughs> yeah that's actually one of those the the last cannons doing that that was where i was first shown properly first shown like green stuff like milliput stuff because one of the guys you know the the old, back in the day the old hobby store guru who was like the dude with glasses and long hair and the the heavy metal shirt who just knew all these black, dark secrets of hobbying. You know, that's what they, they introduced that to me. I was like, huh, <gasps> that's cool. And then the GW manager said, yeah, we don't sell that stuff. Just glue a Just glue a penny piece to the bottom of it. It'll do the same job. So like, oh. <laughs> okay. Then Fucking steel thunder motherfucker. Uh,
2: we even talked and commented that the knights are now like packages in Horus Heresy boxes, not mm-hmm. 40k boxes.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I say that's interesting. I mean, it is interesting because you've got uh, the all the night rules, which we do need to go over at some point as well. We do need to sort of uh, visit the night stuff because uh, those bad boys are—they've um, got some interesting quirks now with their. Uh, what is it? Armager and uh, Armager rulings and stuff like that. So that's going to be interesting. But um, there's also Age of Darkness reference cards.
1: That's good. Yay.
2: That's cool.
0: Yeah. 24 card helpful cards to run your Warhammer the Horus Heresy game smoothly, according to the key features on the website. Um, so that's Warlord, you know, standard uh, or the core um, and advanced reactions, Warlord traits, psychic powers. I swear to God it's going to be useful because it's going to be easier looking through those than it is going to be trying to look through whichever book it is to find whatever rule
1: exactly. That's so true. I hope they release a special uh,
0: rule book would be nice, wouldn't so it? you
1: add up all special rules from all books in one
0: yeah, it would be very nice if they could do that, or just do the, just get a Apple or EPub book with all of it in one. You know, now that you've sold these, you can do those for cheaper. Everybody's bought the the main rule book, so just do the electronic version <laughs> cheaper. Uh, you'll probably sell ten times as many. Just just yeah. a free bit of free bit of thinking there for you, G Dubs. Um, I mean, you want
1: all the special rules in one place. You know, don't have to. Oh, is that that kind of rule in that book, or this kind of rule in this
0: book? Yes, please. That would be so much easier and such a lot nicer for everybody. Um, but you know, we, we, we'll see. We'll see if we, if we get that lucky. Um, is there any other GW news that you guys have picked up on that I might have missed? I don't think so. Freddie, anything you can think of, mate? I don't think so. Well, then, I think it's important that we we just touch base on... I mean, we've already mentioned it um, a couple of times, but Scandus it will be two weeks away from the time this episode goes live um, or is posted up for the first time. So... There is a lot going on at this year, Scandas. We've got forty plus players. We've got um you know on we've got uh, a third of those players staying on site, which should cause no end of interesting problems. <laughs> uh we've got four games over two days, standard book missions. It's gonna be a blast, I think. What are you you know, what are you guys are you guys looking forward to anything uh in particular?
2: just hanging with all the boys and rolling dice it's going to be fucking amazing
0: yeah
1: relax drink beer see everyone kill your night lords and um, yeah harass chris cause <laughs> <to drink laughs> pink gin
0: i love chris i really do um but pink gin you you're on your own there my brother i'm sorry but yeah i think scandus is going to be a, an absolute bundle of fun and it's been too long it's been too long, hasn't it? And I'm, I must admit, I'm very lucky to be saying I'm coming up. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to um, to to being there and hanging out with everybody and catching up with old friends and everything. And um, I'm going to do my best to try and do some live interviews and just get as many pictures up about the weekend as, as humanly possible. So be prepared to have your Facebook feed absolutely murdered with um, pictures from Scandus there will be uh armies on parade cause will, which is uh actually going to be judged by the wonderful Henry Steele who's coming over from the cult of paint uh, and I'll be the other judge on that as well um so everybody'll be up and there's going to be some there's going to be some nice um well dones from the back of that and I think it's you know that's going to be fun but I think what's also important is that we're going to have our traditional everybody um all our awards for players are chosen by players, which I think is is not um not shouted out enough. Um for my taste in the community. I don't know about you guys, but I really think it's always been the key to a good event is you know, all the players choosing who they think is the best pl- you know, best player, best army, you know, that sort of stuff. Um I think it avoids a lot of potential problems that nobody really needs yeah totally agree Yep, and it also saves us a headache for having to do all the to go around and choose things so uh, yeah <laughs> that would that makes our life a little easier um is there anybody are you guys hang on freddie you and i are going to be toing this one right
2: that is right
0: and Pele, you're you're going to be playing Have you got any grudge matches lined up guess chris to a grudge match against Chris. Okie doke. So, your Night Lords versus his...
1: I don't know what's up, though, actually. Emperor um, Children.
0: Well, either way, it's going to be fun. Yes. Uh, and we've got this stupid big mega battle play the games you want uh, thing on Saturday night as well. Am I right, Freddy?
2: Yeah. It's going to be like the biggest fucking crazy battle ever. And then it's going to be like, after like it's going to go, so many things that's going to go on. It's going to be like BFG, it's going to be epic, it's going to be some Warhammer Fantasy. It's going to be just crazy.
0: I'm going to make sure I bring like a, at least an extra battery pack, if not that, and uh, multiple charging cables to make sure I keep my phone up to speed for this event by the sounds of it, to be able to get all the pictures done. Yeah. So yeah, that that is our news because I I don't think there's anything more we really need to say on that front. So Scandas two weeks from now it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, lots of cool stuff coming out. A little bit of a slowdown with new releases, but there's only so much that I think they can get out in one, you know, one big hit. And we've all, we've all got to catch up on our new painting piles with, you know, whether it's plastic predators or Kratos tanks or whatever we've got there. So. It's going to be a busy time for uh, our piles of shame to get uh, brought down to manageable sizes again.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, then, I tell you what, guys, shall we jump on over and uh, hopefully Eric will be with us as um, so we jump in and start talking all things Night Lords? So, uh, yeah, let's hop on over and get that chat underway. And now to the, I want to say meat and bones of the episode because that feels kind of topical with what we're about to talk about, um, or maybe it's the lack thereof, meat and bones after we finished. I'm not exactly sure. But, They're more um, like
2: flayed skins
0: and yeah, yeah. It's more of like, yeah, flayed skins. Um, yeah, death from death in the dark, all that, all that sort of fun stuff. But as we promised earlier, we are not just talking about night lords, but we're talking about. Um, a Night Lord's army, what it can look like, how it can work, all the rules around it, all that sort of fun stuff. But more importantly, our own lovely Mr. Freddy has started up a new project, which is Night Lords. Yay! So, uh, <laughs> yay, another one.
2: <laughs> another one. God damn it.
0: I'm not saying you're a sadist, but you're definitely a masochist, my friend, because you, you'd love this sort of pain. But you just picked the times to do it. <laughs>
2: Well, the thing is, I, I really wanted to do something with the new box because, you know, yeah. new box, new heresy, new start. And mm-hmm. uh, remember, we had to talk back in the day and I was leaning towards like maybe thousand suns, maybe yep. something else. And mm-hmm. laddy, 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 And then I actually I couldn't decide. So I asked, yep. I asked the missus, what yep. do you like? And she's like, oh, I like these blue boys. <laughs> you didn't ring a bell there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs>
0: sorry,
2: uh, there's. I was like, well, they're psychopaths, and she's like, uh, okay. And, <laughs> but I, I I like the colors. <laughs> it's like, okay, and and at the same time though, uh, I got the the third set because now there's a third set of color shift paints. Ooh. And I was gonna experiment with them, and I found something that was called like uh, Darth
0: Black. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: And basically, it is a really dark blue Mm -hmm. that kind of color shifts between super dark uh, purple and super dark uh, blue and also black.
0: Oh, nice.
2: So I did up like two test models and it actually looked pretty okay. And uh, well, I can show you like we can put a, because my Conrad is... I just finished uh, painting him in like Darth blue. Mm-hmm. We can probably put that up on if we haven't already.
0: Well, if we haven't, we will. Uh, okay. um, we'll, we'll definitely stick some up when we put the episode out, if nothing else. Because
2: then then you can see it. And something about that blue, it's actually, it really screams Night Lord. It was a really nice one. Like I, I was thinking about like maybe following Henry's scheme that he has on uh, YouTube, maybe doing like a clear blue, like a really dark clear blue. Uh, or something else, and I just tried this, tried this paint, and uh, so with a little bit of pre-shade, pre-highlight, and then some washes, it mm-hmm. looks pretty really okay.
0: Nice. I mean, I, I love, I love the idea of using the color shift paints because they're just, they're absolutely gorgeous. I mean, there's so many different uses for them, um, which I really, really like. And funny enough, talking about the schemes to sort of make it, you know, make the Night Lords stand out. I don't know what you're using, Pele, but um, you, you guys know Frederick Um mm. He's played a few times. His Night Lords are very simple, but also very complicated at the same time. Um, just pre-shaded with uh, white over top of black, but then like a dozen coats of ghost tint from... Um, I can't remember who makes ghost tint... But basically, it's just like, that's Tamia. Tamia, go! Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I used lot, them in my black. So <laughs> yeah, but lots and lots and lots and lots of layers of it. And you know, it sounds like you found maybe the easiest option for a <laughs> for a paint scheme because you know, multiple layers can be fun, but they can also drive you insane. Um, but yeah, so I mean, was it just okay? Totally respecting Mrs. Loving the colours um, and that sort of stuff. But what's what is it about the Night Lords in a, as a whole that you yourself actually yeah. like? What is it that makes you go, yeah, I will do that?
2: He is like uh, evil Batman. I always liked the old Conrad model. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, the Night Lord Onibus. Fucking Christopher, read it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, <it's> all... <laughs> and then because I was going through all my old stuff that I had, yep, I, I found like fuckloads of old uh, Chaos Space Marine sprues. Um, nice. One one of the few legions where you can like use the chain swords from uh, the old Chaos um, uh, plastic kit, uh, or mm-hmm. like you can use bits and pieces. You can use the old bat helmets and shit. Is is Night Lords where you can actually yeah. m- mix a match because they kind of look already. They look like they do basically in forty k, already in thirty k.
0: Kind of an eternal thing, isn't it? Really, they they don't yeah. they they just they they get a little bit weirder but they don't change much between the two which is <laughs> no, <exactly>. awesome <laughs> as you say if you're uh, building yeah. stuff that's pretty freaking awesome they turned early
3: They're psycho's turning into chaos psychos.
0: <laughs> yeah they turned early blew up their home planet and then just went rogue spoilers man don't don't let's not, let's not give out all the lore too soon but yeah that's going to be fun
2: <laughs> it it gave me an option because i have so much plastic lying around from like the, my old 40k days like I went through my bits box and I found like fucking ten Chaos Space Marine chainsword arms. And I was like, yeah. well, there we go, a fucking Ravenger squad, awesome. Uh, and I found like uh, I I found uh, a half used Night Lord forty k uh, when it was like fine cast, and I managed to order like a new one from Alpha Spell. And so it's like, well, there we go. That that's like a veteran squad. So I'll use. The Ravengers, like a Ravengers veteran squad with close combat weapons, awesome. Done, and then and then I just felt like, well, I love those chain bayonets, and I found like uh, you know that kit like we like I found that I got from oh, it's like an at Adepticon I got like a bag of skulls from uh, mm-hmm. one of these. Uh, I can't remember what they call the again. Secret weapon. I, can't
0: remember. I remember you show, showing us pictures of them though, because uh, they look really awesome. Yeah, a
2: secret weapon or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I was like, perfect. I'll do the tactical marines, normal. I give them all Shane, uh, bayonets, and I'll put like everyone has like a little skull dangling off their belt. Nice. And then I found like my old uh, Chaos Space Marine Second Air, the transfer sheets. And I was like, well, because I didn't have a transfer sheet. Pella has it now, <laughs> finally, because I ordered like ages ago, but I never got it. So I was like, well, I have all these old fucking uh, uh, Chaos Space Marine transfer sheets, and they have Night Lords symbols on them. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to use them. Homage to, you know, Night Lords. And then we had that project do like a Centurion and do like a Praetor mm-hmm. out of the box. So I did the Praetor out of the box, which I used like uh, one of those winged helmets. So mm-hmm. it looks... It actually turned really fucking cool. And then I used the, the new Chaos Space Marine Executioner uh, model and I mixed it up with the bits that I got left over from the Praetor and a winged helmet. And that looks cool as well because, you know, nothing screams Night Lords like someone that carries around decapitated heads and had like <laughs> a flailed skin little mandress. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, it, it both screams and screams Night Lords. That's that's very fair.
2: Yeah, so, so it's kind of like that. Like, I found bits and pieces, and I, I just went from there, and I thought it was, this is awesome. I get to use, like, all all the leftover bits in my bits box, and I get to use, like, all kinds of stuff.
0: Nice. I like that. And when, I mean, taking that as a point, you know, put, put, coming together and sort of starting that as a foundation for the army, did you have... Any particular type of Night Lord's force in mind? Like I mean
2: No 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 like I have no idea. Like I'm I'm just building the shit I have out of the box mm-hmm. because I technically I needed like I got so many boxes, right? To be <laughs> honest. Hopefully no one listens to this that nope. knows my finances. But nope. this was prior to electricity being more expensive than liquid gold. <laughs> uh but <laughs> uh so I got like Uh, A bunch of boxes, and I was going to use some of them to do some, uh, uh, like, uh, tactical support squads to my Iron Hands. I was going to do a couple of them to buff up my Raven Guards because, to be honest, Peaky Marines, Raven Guards, what can go wrong?
0: You can't lose.
2: You can't lose. And then, but after I did all that, I realized I have like a box and a half left over.
0: Oops. (laughs) Oops.
2: <laughs> Which I don't really know what I'm gonna do with. So so basically I have what is it, like forty. Cause you get like forty marines in the books box, right? not
0: mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I believe yeah, I believe that's correct. yeah.
2: Forty or thirty, I can't remember. Uh, hello, how many marines do you get? Forty. Forty. Right. So I have like so I'm gonna use like ten. Uh I was gonna do like a Volkite uh squad for my iron hands I was gonna do uh like a another tactical squad for my raven guard mm-hmm. and then I was gonna do like a heavy support squad for my Raven Guard and a heavy support squad for my iron hands and that's about it.
0: And then you've got a lot of dudes left over. Yep.
2: And that means I have like 50 tactical squads left over and I have all those contemptors I have Spartans and all that shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So you got a really solid, a solid sort of. Don't want to use the word, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like standard Legion build, you know, like the Spartans, the Dreadnoughts, that sort of thing. You could, you could do a, a a solid Marine list out of that, no matter what. But what you want to do is get into understanding what the Night Lords can offer and where you can go from there. Basically, focusing on the Night Lords.
2: Because uh, I don't know, like uh, I was thinking, maybe having like just without knowing what their pros and cons are in the new rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my my main thing was well, I'm just gonna do maybe forty tactical marines, one heavy like one uh, Ravenger squads in a rhino because I bought a rhino as well,
0: obviously, mm-hmm. uh,
2: and then maybe having like either one of one or whatever. Um, Either a tactical support or a heavy weapons squad, but I don't know it really what works well for the Night Lords.
0: You will soon. See, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a good thing we've got Pe- Pele and Eric here because they're going to they're going to answer those questions for you. So um, I mean, yeah, you might as well jump in and start asking away, dude. Because uh, me chatting about it is going to be about as uh, useful as an Iron Warriors and an Iron Warrior in an Imperial Fist line, depending on how you see that. Um yeah. So yeah, you t- you take it away, man. You start you start the chat and let's see where we end up.
2: Well I was thinking like f- first and foremost I know that Eric doesn't play Night Lords he only rules nerd over Night Lords but Pelle does play Night Lords so I was thinking what made Pelle play Night Lords I was going to ask Pelle how the fuck why just like you asked me why did I pick Night which was kind of you know less probably obvious than why Pelle picked Nightlords. I want to know why Pelle picked Night Lords and what's so cool about it, and then go through a little bit about the fluff for people that really don't know much about Nightwars and hasn't read the Omnibus. Christopher, read the Omnibus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's a good way to start, because it all started with the Omnibus. It did? Nice. Yeah, I read it, I thought, this is the coolest fucking Legion in the world. Um, It is not the Legion in the Omnibus, but you get the general idea. So I went to Alpha Spell and bought a box of uh, Prospero and started to build my Night doors there. What I think I do like about the Night door, besides that they're ev- they're pure evil, and they are uh,
2: like word word bearer evil, or yes,
1: no word word bearer or let's say intellectual evil, if you want to call it that.
2: Nice. Na- Night Lord are more narcissistic evil.
1: <laughs> yes, and they're not really football hooligan evil either. They are, like I said, but they are somewhat sophisticated anyway. They, they are the judge. Conrad is supposed in the um, grand plan of the emperor to be to be the judge. He can't really live up to that, but that's another story. But the are punishing people and planets for the joy of it. That's what they are. They are bandits. They are criminals, and they do things because they can, and they do it because
0: they enjoy it. That's the classic sadists, then, basically. Yes, they do it for the pleasure of it. Mm.
1: Yes, and they can. No one can stop them. And combined with the very, very special armor they have, they they the scream fear. You have a lot of opportunity to work with them, like Freddy do, add skulls, add all kind of stuff. I realized the Zombies Proof from um, Fantasy Battle, no mm-hmm. one, is perfect to to uh, take part of bits and nail it to your tanks and uh, Red Knot. That's a modeling tip for you.
2: I, I remember, do you remember, like, at the old Warhammer Fantasy Zombies Proof, that fucking skeleton that had like hanging in a noose with no arms and legs, like just a torso. Uh, yes, that is a great model. <laughs> they need to they need to re-release that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to f- find it on eBay or something. But seriously, you have the model model thing. You have that judge that went wrong thing. You had the modeling, and there is a. I should have put it, there's a challenge to paint them. Those lightnings that everyone either do by hand or uh, not at all, of course, it's too hard. It just adds so much flavor and character to the model. I've given up by painting those. I buy um, even more transfer sheets and take the lightnings. I got hundreds of <laughs> unused <laughs>
0: <laughs> transfer sheets. all oh, for oh, the lightning.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean, it turns out really good. But that's what I think what I like about this. Uh, they're sadist, absolutely. You're pure evil. But from the beginning, they had a surface purpose to do something. And combine that with a, you can model them around us like you want. You have so many options. You can really add that core if you want that. If you don't want to, have it, if you want to do blood and don't want to like do world eaters, uh, you 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 have the night lords, you know.
2: If you want to do evil ultramarines, <laughs> because you want to paint blue,
1: it's not the same thing. You want to paint blue, It just won't work. It's
0: yeah, it's not the
1: same thing. You know that.
0: It's darkness. It's not. It's it's almost it's night, isn't it? Really, it's not blue. It's it's painting painting the night. Yeah,
1: it's a really dark blue. Um. If you read the fluff, I think it's either in the first uh, book where the night lords are or in that art book. I can't remember what the name is now. Um, The armor actually shifting. They don't have like a color shift armor, actually. And what's um, in the art is usually lightning. But uh, there are uh, normally pictures of things that people fear.
2: Yeah, like the to- hourglass, the Grim Reaper.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Uh, but I've been thinking about. I actually saw um decal sheet with clown faces, and one really common fear actually by humans, or fear of clowns. It's really common. I don't really have, even have a special word for it. I can't remember it. It's uh, it's risk, kind of risk to be kind of silly almost, but uh. You have tons of options there. You can add skulls. You can add whatever. You don't have to do the lightning. So there you get even more opportunities if you want to work with that.
0: You know what? I've just Googled it just for, for the reason I wanted to see what it was. coolrophobia It basically is the fear of clowns. Yeah, you see. I, I don't know how you can use that that name, that description in something. Just name a tank that or something. It would be amazing. We'll put a name on the dreadnought base. I don't know that, but sorry, distracting. Continue.
1: That's a good idea. Put it on a yeah,
0: <laughs> Pennywise <laughs> head on a uh, oh. on the dreadnought. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <sighs> <sighs> Prepared to have that miniature punted across the table. Just say yes <laughs> on the Leviathan. Yep.
1: <laughs> I think I need I'm gonna maybe uh, uh, talk a little bit too much here, but uh, you got the uh, story wise, you got fluff. You got a really big option here. It's not a strictly strict legion. It's not the ultramarines. Um, it is the sadists. They're just so fucking mean. They're evil. And they're not like world eater evil. They're just insane. They're not intellectual evil like word bearers.
2: They're like some, something in between Empress children and world eaters. Yeah. So they're, they're like a bit... Fucked up in the head, and they're a bit fucked up in the head.
0: Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, if you want a really good story, and I go by the audiobooks because that's what I listen to, there's a short story about Sevatar. The Prince of Crow. I think, I'm not sure if it's that one. It's where he's trapped on board the. Uh, in,
2: with the Dark Angels.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's when he has, he goes, uh, uh he yeah, I think it's about 30 minutes long and it's absolutely awesome because it's just as you you see what they are at their core with the way he does stuff in that short story and he's helping someone out but he's helping out in a night lord's way which makes you shudder
2: yeah that that, uh what is it like that fucking female
0: it's the young girl who's
2: at a psyker
0: yeah she's part of the core uh the choir and he deals with it in his very own way of well uh, yep i'm going to enjoy this and remember who i am um yikes
1: <laughs> but you also have this with the night lords who are pure evil they judge and everything but also the one who fails every time if you get that perspective they have the rumor to be the cowards uh, the one who they fight more among themselves to to blame. They really blame each other for failure. Their mm-hmm. special reaction is actually to run away. In um, the last uh, version uh, of the rules, yeah, if the warlord dies, the entire army breaks and so on. So you have that. In all other legions, they help each other. It's a legion, after all. Everyone, even the world leaders, even the emperor's children, the Night Lords are not like that. It's like that demon in the second book of Siege of Tyria that says, "You're not a warrior; you're a politician." And if you remember that, I do. Yeah. Yeah, you have that perspective, perspective as well. Mm. So they are legion with many flavors. Mm. Don't they? Don't pretend to be good either. They just this is what we are, you know.
2: Well they're everything from intriguing, fuck they are like a bunch of high school kids.
1: Yes.
0: Evil high school kids. Yeah. Angry, evil high school kids. Angry, yeah.
2: sadistic, evil, <laughs> fucked up high like like all the jokes from any fucking horror movies getting was, together.
0: <laughs> no no man, you got it you got it wrong. You got it wrong. It's every cheerleading squad
2: <laughs> I, uh,
0: ever. Mean girls. Mean girls It is, it is the Mean Girls. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's one of, uh, it's not my, I'll be honest, it's not my favorite story of the heresy in any way, shape or form, but I think it's uh, Pharos where where you actually, you know, they get attacked by the Night Lords and you see them, you know, how the Night Lords behave in that one is really interesting. Um, yeah. as well, because it's a lot of should we do this? Shouldn't we do that? No, we'll do it for our, for ourselves. We're losing. Run away! Um, or blame it on somebody else. It's not our fault. It's yeah. uh, really interesting. Yeah, it's,
1: that's a really good story to show who they really are. They fight yeah. among themselves. They mm-hmm. really cooperate. In that story, there's a bunch of Imperial God or Militia that oh. hides in a forest and start some kind of guerrilla movement. They actually manage to kill a few night lorders I can't just can't see that happen to anyone, any other legion.
0: <laughs> yeah, the local boys roughed them up basically. And they, they, yeah. they they got they got by some normal humans. That's
1: it. Ended up being tortured and flayed, but
0: yeah, fucked them. They took they took a couple down first, which is like serious shit, man. It's yeah. not it's not joke. There's no joke in that.
3: It really fits well with the last edition where they were like the underdog for so many years. Yeah, that that is true. They just got beaten up at events.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: definitely. So that's the that's the background, and okay, Freddy, what you about to say?
2: Well, I was going to say, okay, well, so we have the night lords. We have like the background. We know what they're on about. Like before we go into rules craziness, mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask, like, what, like, what. What units, what kind of like background wise is like the thing that screams Nightlord and why? And why do you like them? Which units do you like? Which units do you dislike and why?
1: You're talking to me, I do like, uh, of course, the two uh, standard Nightlord uh, units you have the Terror Squads and uh, Raptors. Why? Because they are really Nightlord ish. I do like all Legion special units, it's not that. But uh, I remember I, I bought a box and just built up three squads of Terror squads. Because that was what you had to do in Play Terror Assault in the first edition Heresy.
2: No Melta Bombs for you.
1: Yeah. And that's what you start to realize at. hey, I have no Melta Bombs on my legs. I invest like one third of my points in three squads. I can take one heavy support and I don't have access to melta bombs and uh, so on. Um, but that's what you... I mean, who read the rules before you start building your army? I don't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
1: Nobody's going to say <laughs> different here, man. <laughs> but I do like them. Uh, it's a iffiness of special rules here and there. And the whole the special rules are really night lordish as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you outnumber a guy you beat him better as if you don't you have a tendency to run away it's kind of scream night lordish
2: i love that old rules that they're fucking <laughs> backstabbing little pieces of shit
1: <laughs> yeah. warped, uh, uh warped Raptors, not as, as much as uh, terror squads i like the terror squads better yeah, fluff-wise, model-wise. Model-wise, uh, uh, Raptors are really cool. But uh, you normally do better, games-wise, with <laughs> Assault Marines. And that's a meltabomb thing as well. Uh, that was the last edition, anyway. Um, I, and I do like the new uh, Terminators, uh, model-wise. It uh, takes forever to paint them, because a piece of in and chains and stuff absolutely everywhere when you paint. Oh, there's another one. There's another one. But they look really stunning when you're done. They will probably never really pre- uh, perform on the battlefield because you invest Terminators with short-range shooting weapons and shitty close-combat weapons, uh, Shanglade. And there's the pretty big drawback of the Night Lord. You have a lot of... If you play uh, Fluffy... You have a lot, a lot of AP3 weapons. So you're good at marines and lesser creatures. But if you're facing two plus armor, you, you usually end up in quite some trouble. But what the fuck, man? Just use dreadnoughts.
0: <laughs> I think that's the general <laughs> default for everybody these days is just use
3: dreadnoughts.
2: Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah, they. they
2: best, best true lever, brutal.
3: They kind of gave them too many wounds and too high toughness.
0: Yeah, it makes them makes them makes them very appealing. But I, I do wanna make I do love the um the the special weapons you mentioned there, Pelle. The the they've got a real thing for chain weapons, haven't they? Yes. You know, they've got like chain blades, chain glaives, and one of my personal favourite weapons hands down, the headsman's axe.
2: That's a really good one.
0: Yeah. That is really tasty.
1: Um, but it's uh, not for everyone to take.
3: No. Oh, it's, it's under the character models.
0: Yes,
1: um, but it's still AP three.
0: Yeah, but at least you can technically double somebody out with that one because it's strength times two. So that's yes. kind of something.
3: <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. just need to roll a six to wound, and uh, then you ignore armor, and you got threats. So
0: yes, that's a breaching
1: rule, there, old uh, old rending rule. Yeah, then yeah. the power claw is better.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I always go for the power claw. That's A.P. two and uh, murder strike. So
1: yeah, um, like I said, that's the thing with the Night lords. They tend to be good at uh, stock stand uh, the units and uh, lesser. Have you noticed that uh, on a curse base, he's the only character with a that doesn't have dead space marines on the on the base? It's militia. I, oh, I
0: hadn't noticed that myself.
2: He has mm-hmm. on my base.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> you have an absolute model, dude. Okay,
1: all oh, Primarch doesn't have uh, dead space marines, but it, those who have are actually space marines. But he have uh, militia or solar axe or whatever humans.
2: All right. So, uh, Eric, I think you are barely contained let's talk about the night lords rules then
3: yeah actually we are uh, i think we for once the the good army is actually the thematic army uh, when it comes to legion um because i i looked through uh, the night lords and all i could see when looking at all the rules is just uh, First of all, that Terror Assault is the only rider right of War you would probably ever use because the other one is really, really bad. Um, but there is a lot of synergies based around, you know, fear, pinning, uh, and being a lot of people in your units. Um, so basically, when, when I started looking at the list, um, I immediately thought, first of all, uh, the spoilers would actually fit well in this army because they are uh, There's you, you need line units to hold stuff um, and usually I say take many small line units but but in this army actually having you know a 20 man spoiler squad to uh, just run forward and take objectives with the rule where they get plus one to wound if they outnumber the opponent and then they also get an extra attack if you have a character if you have no characters in the in the units then we we're starting to uh, to get somewhere where your you know your line units can actually uh, bring a fight um so basically I, if i was to choose a right i would probably go you know for terror assault and it fits you know it's the one where everything causes fear uh, you can even take uh, night raptor squads as the troop choices and then you can choose to force night fighting for at least two turns, and you're probably gonna hit it, hit turn three or four before night fighting ends. Um, the downside is, of course, that you can not ta- you can only take one heavy choice for your force organization chart, and as pillar also mentions, short is that you have a lack of AP2. Um, so actually, I would go for either a heavy support squad. Uh, with last cannons, 10 of them. And in this case, when you're playing Knight Lord, you really, really, really want an Apothecary in the unit. Because when you look at the, um, the talent for murder rule, it says that you get plus one to wound against any model that's falling back or is pinned or outnumbered by the attacking unit. Um, and it also counts for armor penetration, both on shooting and assault. And a tank or vehicle type counts as 10 models. So basically, if you uh, take a heavy support squad, you count as being 11 people if you put in an apothecary, which means that you now have strength 10 last cannons against vehicles. At least if they're not in a unit. Obviously, if they're in a unit, you can't really do this. Um, But you really need, you know, anti-tank in the army, especially if you only have that one heavy support choice, otherwise I'll probably go for um, the vindicator laser destroyers because they they can also do the job. But I think actually the last cannon squad can do it better. Um, the last cannon squad I would obviously give an augury scanner because you also need to be able to intercept stuff. Um, but apart from that, when you take Vehicles in your army that could be for example safer tanks in the fast choice now you have used your one Heavy choice if you go with either You know the vindicator laser destroyers or the last cannons But actually equipping your unit with the prey side is In the in a meter we have here. It's actually really good It's basically gives night vision to a unit that has the league in the status rule for 15 points Uh, What's new in this edition is that tanks, they have uh, the leak in the status rule. And in our training games for Scandos, we found out how much searchlights is worth when you have a night fight. um, Because you can only see 24 inches. But the problem is when you activate um, searchlights, then you also get visible on the whole table. However, if you uh, pay 10 points more, you can have tanks that have night vision, so you can shoot at anything you want. However, they don't activate a searchlight when they shoot, so you can't just fire back at them. Um, so, so I think for night lords is actually a really good upgrade because you can park, let's say, your laser destroyers uh, at max range, and then you can shoot at someone without having to actually, you know, uh, target paint them first with a uh, with the searchlight. Which means that if the opponent doesn't have an augury scanner, which I'll get back to why they won't have in a moment, um, then you can actually keep, you know, in a very night way, keep your tanks out of reach. Because, of course, uh, what, what really uh, is needed when you, if you play with a lot of infantry, you need also the line units. And a lot of them, because you, you're you not sitting in vehicles. Uh, I, I know you said you had a Spartan Freddy, but, but I would say... With the rule, yeah, yeah, but I would say with the rule you have, with the emphasis on numbers, I would actually not bring batsons, for example. I would just bring, you know, a large twenty-man unit instead. Um, and then for line units, I would obviously go for uh, at least having maybe two reconnaissance squads with Nemesis boulders, because then you can uh, use them to snipe out the augury scanners from the different units that you don't want uh, shooting at you. So basically you force a night fight, uh, then you cause fear. So if you have, you uh, in the in the in this right of war, every unit causes fear. So basically you can uh, throw in a, a recon squad, you know, the, not the scoring one, but a, yeah, the scout squad, the one with the bad armor save. So you can actually infiltrate one of them close to the enemy and have them, give the fear rule within 12 and then you know give them shotguns or something they're just there to to cause fear and then you use um, then you can use your uh, snipers to shoot out the ovary scanners from the different units so basically you are removing their ability to shoot more than 24 inches so you can either use that to have a mid-range shooty army uh, maybe have some rotor cannons to add on top of the, the nemesis boulders, because when you have a fear-causing unit running around, then you lower their leadership. You can snipe out auger scanners. You can snipe out the non box uh, that gives them better leadership or holds their good leadership uh, during night fights. You can obviously kill the sergeant by sniping him, again lowering the leadership. So I think basically the synergy in the army is to have you know, units uh getting pinned all the time, but you can also, you can also uh, get extra charge range. You get an extra inch charge range against units that are pinned with some of your, for example, the, the Night Raptors or the Terror Squad. Um, so basically, I think the whole, you know, synergy of having, having snipers, maybe rotor cannons, stuff that has a longer range than 24 inches that has the pinning rule, combined with causing fear, and then again, combined with either, I would. If you want to go, you know, the best you can, then I'll probably go for assault squads because they are uh, they're bulky. So they if, they if you have a 20-man squad, it counts as 40 people in close combat. So it's pretty easy to get your two wound bonus. Uh, you can also do it with ter- with terror squads. The problem is they don't have the line rule. Um, so. Again, Assault Squads would probably be the best bet, even though they're not Night Lords, per se. Um, But simply rushing over the table with close combat units and then having really uh, heavy units standing back and painting units standing back outside the range of the opponent. Because when when you shoot out, when you use your uh, scouts to kill off all the augury scanners, then the only thing you have to worry about is tanks because no one is going to reach your uh, long range units they can't see them uh, at least for the first two turns when it comes to tanks well if you have the 11 man unit with the apothecary uh, last cannons then only craftsers tanks and maybe spartans and land raiders will stand a chance of actually surviving a round of shooting Even against Dreadnoughts, you're gonna be uh, wounding them on a two plus instead of or Leviathans, you're gonna be wounding them on a two plus instead of three plus normally, which is close to the difference you need to actually kill a Leviathan in uh, in one shooting round. Or you might leave it left with a wound or two. Um, But again, I think the whole synergy of uh, you're using terror assault having a few units that gets close to um, to your opponent. Remember also that um, scout squads and recon squads, they have shroud bombs, which increases the range when you shoot at the unit by six inches. So basically you can have, you know, um, a unit that's within 12 of the opponent, but if they shoot at you with your with boulders against a reconnaissance squad, well, they're not going to have... Um, have the double shot for rapid fire because you're actually uh, even though you are within 12 to cause fear you're not going to be within 12 when you subtract the six inches from the shooting range so they have to move closer to you and also closer to your close combat units if you uh, if you put your unit down correctly Um, so basically to to sum it up have rotor cannons, have nemesis boulders, and then just swarm the table with close combat units, and then have this powerhouse of a last cannon unit or uh, vindicator laser destroyers as you have one heavy choice in the terror assault list to take out tanks that you need to kill. Um, If that's not enough, then you might be, you can take, for example, um, the Proteus speeder. Because in the new edition here, they can get two graph guns. So you can get three of them for about, I think it's 200 points or something. And then you can have six uh, Haywire uh, guns on them. Uh, and having Haywire, you know, with the, the Proteus Land Raider, it has, or well, not the Land sorry, not Raider, uh, Proteus Land Speeder. Uh, it has scouts. So basically it gets a 12-inch redeployment. Then it has a 16-inch move. When uh, that can go over terrain, for example, and then you have eighteen inches range on your graph uh, guns. So basically, with the land speed is you're able to reach pretty much anywhere on the table.
2: I've used them to great effect with my iron iron hands and I yeah. Pele, you know all about graph, don't you? <laughs> it's terrible
3: yeah so so basically, I think uh, that that would be. With with a short take on the rules, that would probably be my ideas for units.
2: I oh, am yeah. so that 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 is like yep. your op, op optimal. If you yeah. had anything you could pick, like not out of the box, but you had the access to everything you can have buy. This is like the shit you would have, you would have done. But yeah. what about uh their special characters and like um primarchs and shit like what what lord of war would you like let's say you made a night lord list for skandres and you need to yeah. bring a lord of war what lord of war would you bring
3: uh i actually <laughs> i think uh you if you're playing the terror sort you cannot include lord of war choice so that's pretty simple
2: so you can't even uh, uh in, well you can include conrad which is now a Primarch. you
3: can include yeah Conrad, he fits right in, obviously. Uh, he has the fear three rules. So basically, uh, if you throw Conrad in a unit uh, and move across the table, then uh, you just obviously make that unit really, really hard hitting. So I think basically having fewer of everything, but you really, really need the anti-tank. You need to have that last cannon squad. Or the laser destroyers. I would definitely go for the last cannon squad. Um, also for the interstep with last cannons. But he would fit right in. Uh, so fewer of the other squads. Have him charge across the table. across uh, um, Along with the rest of your units. Keep at least two sniper units in the back. Uh, and have them shoot down all the sergeants. Because if you have Conrad with uh, fear 3. Uh, that means they get minus three leadership for their pinning checks. And then if you shoot the sergeant with, uh, with your snipers or nemesis boulders, well, then, then we're approaching uh, yeah, a leadership four test to, to actually make it. Uh, if, you get them, if you hit the unit after with the rotor cannon, then we're down to a leadership three test or they get pinned. So basically, uh, Conrad Cursey fits riding uh, for that army. And it is an army that's gonna make your opponent have a really hard time moving or doing anything but laying there and snap firing, um, unless he's really tank heavy. You you're probably gonna control most of the game, in uh, by playing that way.
2: But what what about Dreadn- Dreadnought? Dreadnought? Unlike you said, it's a new powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Nightlord Dreadnoughts?
3: Uh, obviously, uh, it's you. You won't be getting a Leviathan if you go this way. Um, but I think in general dreadnoughts are really, really good. You could get a little Nathan in there. Yeah, but then you would have to remove the anti-tank, so you you would not be able to handle tanks at all if you had it. But in general, I would go for a contempted dreadnoughts there, uh, and then have them run across the table. So simply again, try to pin as much as you can while running over the table, because everything just causes fear in the army. So having a dreadnought, you know, even just having it run uh, or move and run in the first turn, that's the first 11 inches. So if the opponent has uh, has placed mm-hmm. the unit all the way to the front of the deployment zone, that's the first unit you already c- catch mm-hmm. in a minus one leadership. Um, so I would say was, uh, having a contempt of dreadnoughts that will work just as well as other armies, maybe even better, because they will force your opponent to not move forward. Uh, I I don't know if you have seen what happens when a uh, contempted dreadnoughts get close to uh, to a land raider or any tank at all. They they, uh, they die. rip it apart. They yeah, yeah. They we we had a test game in the weekend, and every every dreadnought that made it to the side of the table, they just completely uh, yeah completely killed everything. They, they touched. So basically you can use the dreadnoughts as your screen, which says, uh, you, you're not gonna pass me the other direction. Um, keep your long range units, just pinning, pinning, pinning all the time. Have, you know, you have a great selection of the terror squads, Raptors, Conrad Curse, even the Spoilers have a home here. Uh, just huge squads, run them over the table. I wouldn't. I wouldn't start buying transports. I would just, you know, fill it up just with with bodies running across the table, because the the night fight and the pinning is gonna mean that you're gonna be having. You're not gonna be having much fire coming in against you, and template weapons have been nerfed so much, so you you're not gonna get you know a Medusa shell in your face, killing half the squad. It takes big big squads takes a lot of fire to actually take down and and i think the problem you you could give yourself here would actually be if you started buying expensive transport because you would reduce your number of troops to a point where the opponent can actually kill them off before they cross the table um so so it's kind of like Kind of like Space Wolves, they also have the same tactic going for them, um, where where you just rush across the table. Um, and co- yeah, Contemptors, they'll fit right in with that uh, really, really well.
2: So you're thinking, like, if you if look at the starter box. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't like it. I wanted, like, two suggestion armies out of whatever yeah. shit I had uh, in my starter box. So you don't think like having twenty tactical marines in a Spartan driving forward at full fucking shihoo, and then just unloading that shit in the back line is anything that is like useful?
3: No, I, because basically it's twenty men. If if anything, I would go, you know, for um... oh, and
2: I put the of course. And...
3: Yeah, but but again, think think about the price. You because the Spartan alone, that's three hundred fifty points. Uh, then you add an Apothecary. That's another 70 points. Now you have 400. Uh, and then you want a Flare Shield to get across the table. So now you are like close to 500 points. And then you, from there, you need a 20-man tactical. So, or I would probably go with the spoiler instead of tactical. But uh, you, you are very, very fast. You approach the point where you could just have two squads running across the table, fully kitted. For the same price as having the Spartan, and you have double the power running across the table. You have double the capturing power if you're going with the spoilers. Um, you could do a Soul Squads, which move almost as fast, but again, they have larger numbers. They're bulky, so you even in close combat, if you get just five of them into combat against the unit, you are there's a good chance you actually outnumber it. So I, I actually think when we're talking the starter package, uh, if you buy you know a round of last cannons and rotor cannons, then you're already uh, halfway through. You uh, yeah probably halfway through your um, your starter package. The rotor cannon squad, if you you know beef it up to t- ten people, the second you get the plus one to wound. It count. It's like if they were strength four which means you're gonna start putting down wounds really fast with them. Where normally with strength three, it's really hard to get wounds against Space Marines. And they have also have the shell shock with stacks with fear and underpinning check. So so I think with the starter package, last cannons, rotor cannons, and then I will probably use the last 10 um, to yeah, give them, or sorry, the last 20, throw Nemesis boulders at them. <laughs> uh the nemesis boulders i think it depending on how you interpret their rules either i would go with 10-man squads or five-man squads because when you add plus one to uh to the wound roll i would probably argue that uh, you when you have rending five plus if you roll a four it's added plus one that would be five so if you rent on a four plus with a ten-man sniper squad, you are starting to uh, to rip people apart really, really fast. Um, that that if you have a ten-man squad, then uh, you know you're gonna have six to seven people hitting, and on a four-plus with uh, rending, it's gonna be three to four rending wounds every turn, uh, along with one to two non-rending wounds.
2: But, uh, so the so we talking about.
3: But you need two tacticals. Yeah, yeah, you need two tacticals or the spoilers.
1: You have to uh, assign twenty dudes to to tactical.
3: Yeah, but but again, you can also just have assault squads. They are also the basis unit. You can also do the spoilers. Yeah, sure. So so there are many ways to fill them out. I I, I wouldn't. I think with the starter box, I wouldn't go for. I, I I would say for night lords, you have so many good units. You that fits the army assault squad. Squads for once and uh, the spoilers the second. Um, so so I, I think tacticals is, I would say, a boring choice for night lords really and not very effective compared yeah. to,
1: yeah, I know. But you need two troop choices and you want them to with the line road,
3: yeah. But you have assault squads and you have the spoilers, yeah.
0: You can, but then you have to buy, I mean, two, two bare bones tactical squads. Will do the work they need to do, especially if you're playing objectives, backfield objectives, whatever. While everything else is charging forward, and if you give their uh, their, I believe their sergeants can get their, the the. Um, oh, what is it called? It's um, the upgrade that basically gives them fear yeah. one. They can yeah. get those as well because they're characters, so they they
3: can play a role. But they're Pro, just
0: trophy racks, sir. So. Trophy racks, yeah. Uh,
3: but 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 you're already. If you already have two to three squads of uh, reconnaissance marines they're also line and they have 72 inch range so you don't need anything to hold back build objectives what you need is units to move forward and take the front objectives which is where the spoilers and assault marines are so much better than normal tactical marines
1: yeah sure What I, what i mean with tactical squads was a uh, unit with the uh, line group. my mistake but uh sure you can do um, sword squads as well. I would probably do that.
3: Yeah, they also have line. The spoilers also have line. So basically, everything has line, of of all the stuff I mentioned except for the rotor cannons. Uh, so so tacticals, in my opinion, they don't fit. In at least rules wise, they don't make sense in a terror soul list because you have, if you do reconnaissance, you have the line units in the three two to three reconnaissance units. And then you just simply rush over the table, uh, Dreadnought's front, to, uh, to take the brunt of the force. And then you have uh, the spoilers or assault marines that can sit on the objectives uh, during the game or when the game ends on the other side of the table.
2: But, but to, use, to use what I have to make it into a playable army, uh, yeah. do you think that I should have two 20-man squads uh, of tactical Marines, I only have enough to do like a 10-man, the spoiler squad. I do have a Rhino, but you think that Rhino is a waste of points? Should I just run them across as well?
3: Uh, I'll, Yeah, but, but if you have... It's, you, you said that the starter pack, it's a 40 people, right?
2: Well, I have, uh, I have basically 60 Marines.
3: Okay, so basically if you take the first 20 or, fi- or the first 15... To, uh, to 20 depending on if you want the, you know, the large renting four plus snipers or the smaller that probably only rents on a five. I'll probably go with two 10 man squads. So that's the first 20 you use there. Then you have the last cannon squad of 10. So that's another 10. So now you are at 30 of them used. And if you do rotor cannons uh, to have the extra pinning power and use your army ability, to really get the leadership down, then you're about at 40. And then I would say probably two despoiler squads of 20 to run across the table, maybe on the in each. Uh, so you, you said you had 10 despoilers already, yeah. uh, or you could make 10, so that's 50. So basically what you're left is with uh, is 10 Marines that I would probably, if I was you, try to convert into spoilers instead. Uh, Optimally, I, w- I would probably recommend having large assault spots if you want to do, you know, the best possible. But but uh, you can also do, you know, the despoilers, They're cheaper, so you could get more uh, more people.
2: So, like for our, our listeners that have only a starter box, yeah, and they and basically you can probably do like a fifteen hundred points army out of the starter box.
0: Yeah, easily. Yeah, two thousand.
2: Yeah, but what about the Terminators? Are they used are you just gonna swap them for more tactical Marines with your mate that bought a starter box, or are you gonna use them for anything?
3: Uh, basically, if you're doing the rush across the table, uh, then if you if you're running across the table, yes, I would swap them. What you can do is to have, um, you know, the Proteus Land Raider is only uh, two hundred and twenty points. So what you could do if you want a hard hitting squad I would do them with uh you know with thunder hammers and then just a five man squad thunder hammers you could put your general in there along with them um and then run them across the table with the Proteus. uh it kind of depends on which way you want to go because the whole I think the terror assault list is the the best synergy is having a lot of firepower with pinning along with a lot of close combat power, so you you know, you get the extra charge range for charging the pinned unit, um, and you get uh, the extra to wound roll, because basically you take a cheap unit and make it a lot better when you get plus one to wound. Uh, so, I would say if you want to go with the, with the Terminators, I think you should probably do... I, I'm not sure I would go Terror Assault there, I would Because then I would probably do more like, you know, Proteus Land Raiders, for example, and then having short range heavy hitters, let's say Melter Guns, for example, in uh, in a Rhino, and then do more of a, you know, vehicle rush, because basically then you would have the Proteus Land Raider with the Terminators that you can use to protect a circle around your other units that are moving forward. Um, but then I would actually say you wouldn't need to, or well you. It, first of all, it, it would be bad to run as a Terrasault because I would usually back that up with some heavy choices that can shoot away whatever the Terminators are not able to take on. Um, because when you do the cheaper version, you know that you always meet the the Primarch Death Star and a Spartan. So basically, the Terminator squad needs fire support that makes it able to actually withstand what at least, either you have to shoot away the Spartan and keep the, the Primarch at bay. Uh, you can do that by throwing a unit or two against it. So basically you you just make them uh, waste their time killing cheaps yet. Um, and then you can use your terminators to kill something else. The good thing when fighting against the Primarch is that As long as you can keep the Primarch unit occupied, you will always outnumber him somewhere else on the table. Um, Otherwise, you need the firepower to actually completely kill the Primarch and his unit. Um, And and to do that, you need your heavy choices. Um, You need last cannons, maybe a Kratos tank is also really good. Yeah, so, so you, and then you won't be able to run the terror assault.
2: Well, well, talking about uh, like we talked about terrorists as a terror assault yeah. and shit. What about other rights, like the generic rights, which other rights are like really uh, knight lordish? That that works
0: well with the knight lord rules.
3: I am just gonna, I'm just gonna find the uh, the other rights uh, over here.
0: I tell you what, while while, while Eric's doing that, can I make yep. can I make it, just an additional case for you for something else, Freddy? Uh, I know we're talking about straight out of the box, right? So yep. we're talking about somebody building straight out of the box. How, sort of like in a, a theoretical assignment, how would you feel if I said, get Sevatar oh. as a special character? Yeah. Then you've got 20 Terminators, which you can do uh, two squads of 10. You can give them, uh, with his special rule, um let's see, let me get it. He can basically grant them deep strike. Yep. Um, so you got suddenly you've got two deep striking, very heavy, very large terminate squads. Um, I would you I would use this out of the box as a build towards a three K list. Three, three and a half K list. So bear with me on this one, okay? Yep.
1: That's a very good way to actually use both Sevatar and terminate yep. with Night Lord. Exactly. To get him deep strike, you don't have to pay for that.
0: Mm-hmm. And the, the cool thing Start
1: is... You can get a, a pretty big number with him.
0: Uh, the
1: drawback is intercept. Sorry, I'm going to let No, you no, it's
0: cool, man. it's cool, man. It, you, you are right, though. I mean, that is a drawback. However, what I'm thinking is it works for Tartarus, Cataphractate, and the special Contenker uh, Terminators uh, as part of the same unit, uh, same detachment um that includes Sevatar okay they also gain preferred enemy everything for the duration of the turn in which they deploy. So when you look at that you can look at different options for you know are you going to put them in a position to be charged because they gain hatred so or preferred enemy sorry they gain these special rules so you can use them to draw out people as much as be an offensive attack and if you're doing a 10-man squad two 10-man squads let's say you've got you're mentioning what you've got or even just one 10-man squad out of the main starter box you've also got to remember no matter what when it comes to the night lords you've got to remember that they should be aiming to outnumber every unit they play they come up against somebody's got a five-man terminator squad you should be getting six terminators in against them because you gain, you have their um, special, um, yep. all the talent for murder. So you need to be keeping uh, stuff like that in head.
2: Basically, every every squad where you you can pick a number, you always make sure that that squad is at least one more.
1: Yeah, you always try to make as big squads as possible uh, if you want to play them play wise.
3: But again, if you're playing Terminators getting plus one to wound doesn't really matter because if, if they're properly equipped, they have Thunder Hammer, so they're going to be wounding on two plus anyway. It depends who you're going up against
0: or how you want to use them. I mean, it's not saying that that's optimal, but it's saying that it's a bonus. Um yeah. And it's important because you then need to keep... I'm just talking about all units in the army because mm. if... um What is it? My buddy Frederick, he says, you know, if he's building a list, if a standard 10-man tactical is... Ten men, he wants to take fifteen in his standard tacticals. If it's ten men for assault units, he's taking fifteen because he wants to outnumber. And you've got to think about what you could potentially throw them up against. Because if you're doing that, you could throw them up against potentially a Terminator squad because you're outnumbering them. You got heavy you got power, you could put power axes in the unit, you could put large chain glaives, you could have the power um the power claws, whatever it is, I can never remember what they're called. So the you Those are some of the basics you really need to keep in mind. Um rotor cannons are great because again, you know, do a 15-man rotor cannon squad. You're still outnumbering them. You know, you can keep that in mind, especially if you're shooting your tanks and stuff like that. We won't do that with rotor cannons, but maybe LAS cannons, 15 man squad, you're outnumbering a tank, which counts as 10. I'm not sure if that's how it works exactly, but that is something you definitely need to keep in um to consideration. And if you do if you do your 10 man um 10 man terminators straight out of the box, Sevatar in your army. You've got 40 troops, so that's let's just say that's uh two 15 man tactical squads to get the outnumbering or whatever you want to do. And then the 10 man las cannon squad, you know, you've got the dreadnought in there, that's always a solid option. Um, you've got the Spartan, maybe you swap that for a Proteus and then you look at adding five content car, uh, content car terminators. So, you because Sevatar doesn't gain deep strike, he only gives deep strike,
1: just gives deep strike.
0: But if you put him in a Proteus with five Terminators and move him, then he can be joining the charge the round after if you move him fast enough. So, there's a The thing with Night Lords is that I've and I don't play them, but what I've listened to people talk about is they're about waves and they're about fear bubbles. So, if you could find a way of combining yeah. the two. It doesn't matter what weapons you're taking, what anything like you're going to be putting people on the back foot. Yes. So that would be my first real thing, and I think Sevatar is an awesome option for um, the Night Lords because it gives he gives flexibility to some of the lesser flexible units like Terminators um and you can still build stuff around them
1: yes it's also a good anti-tank unit deep striking terminators um yes potentially if you use it right yeah Uh, in an armor that's lacking the tank
2: one thing I've learned from playtesting you can't fucking intercept if you're in close combat
0: yeah
3: (laughs) just in, get it as quickly as humanly possible (laughs) but again with if if you one one way if you want to do the deep strike route um I think the deep strike route is very, very dangerous because against infantry armies, you're going to be really fucked. But the the way we at least talked about it uh, in the Danish community is to have a bunch, again, of the Nemesis boulder squads, five-man squads, mm-hmm. and then you uh, spend turn one just shooting off all the over scanners. So that way you can make it work, at least. Yeah.
0: That's a really good option. I mean, just put in some... Yeah recon marines or or whatever and back you know back up the the army that way um but i just think that when it whatever it comes to with the night lord's army you've got to keep in mind that you know talent for murder is really a big bonus and so is um the ability to you know create the fear bubbles i mean throw a standard throw a herald in there in another squad you know Sevatar causes fear at two so he's got fear too he's not quite conrad but he's pretty good uh, and like you said, Eric, if you snipe out the sergeants, snipe out you know anybody who's going to be benefiting them, run in. You'll be causing multiple, multiple fear checks.
3: And remember, remember also with the Nemesis builders, uh when you snipe out stuff, if you have a ten-man squad and you happen to outnumber what you're shooting at, and they have a character in it, then you are rending that character on a four plus. Um, I played against Biaga this weekend, where I had three five-man squads and one one vigilator, and he had three fucking vigilators in a ten-man squad, and that was uh, horribly uh, bloody <laughs> to say it, to say the least. I think Biaga was really lucky; he made like nine five-plus saves before his general died. But even three three times five. Uh, of the Recon Marines, or the co- Reconnaissance Marines, actually, uh, they managed to take out three vigilators in a, in a sniper unit during the game. Um, so it's, you they are really, really good for taking out characters. And it's the same if to have the Vexilla, kill the Vexilla, kill the to kill the sergeant. As soon as you have the sergeant gone, the unit will start running or get pinned really, really fast when you get close.
2: Uh, another thing, though, uh, yeah. what about it? It seems I know you said no vehicles, but when you're in a vehicle, the opponent, like we're we're talking about ourselves right now, yeah. but the opponent yeah. won't be able to snipe out all your goody shit.
3: So that's right. But they can kill the vehicle, causing everything inside to take a strength eight hit.
2: That, that is true. But I'm saying, like, won't they be any <clears throat> any sort of synergy having uh, kind of like, like we're talking about night lords have creating fear bubbles and waves and stuff by yeah. using vehicles where you can actually come up with stuff that are unmolested and that that will outnumber. Thanks.
3: I think I think vehicles. You should use them for uh, one one squad that would be really nasty is something as simple as a tactical support squad in a Rhino. Ten guys, Meltagon, gun, apothecary, because then you now you have uh, now you can drive, throw out the uh, you know the the ten guys, and they will outnumber a vehicle when they shoot at it. So they will kind of have strength nine uh, melter guns. So there's definitely a use for vehicles, but I think the, the primary use for them would be to get your shooter units up ahead. Um, I, I, again, when you, when you start putting them into vehicles, either you have to buy the very expensive Land Raiders, which cost almost the same as a full unit, and then you might as well just have two units because then they just have so much more to shoot at. And then you have the Rhino, but it's not an assault vehicle. And if the Rhino dies, which it will, crossing the table, then you get a strength eight hit. So you already lost one third of the unit almost, unless you take it on the sergeant. But if you take it on the sergeant, on on two plus armor, say, well, then uh, if he dies from the explosion, you have lower leadership, which means you're prone to pinning um, from enemy fire. So so I think the, the strength eight explosion really made vehicles less useful for this kind of stuff um it because basically they they kill a lot of uh, troops when they explode and also nearby troops yeah
0: so Freddie, i gotta yeah. ask man it's been a lot of, inf- uh, of information to sort of take in because it's been a bit of a bombard of information but um Is there, what are you sort of taking away from this right now? As you said, you know, like thinking about from our listeners' point of view, what's your immediate sort of takeaway from this and what do you maybe want to build out
2: Considering what I have in my my starter box and available to me, Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't gone really into what consoles and stuff works for the Night Lords, Mm -hmm. but I build the cool ones, which is basically (laughs) a Legion champion and uh, a herald. Uh, and obviously a normal praetor, but i'm I'm thinking more I think that I'd definitely build ten rotary uh cannons, yes, I have those, yeah, doing the 10 the spoilers weren't too bad of a choice that I have those bits lying around. I would probably build uh two. Uh, ten-man tactical squads. that could either be like a twenty-man squad or just uh, to ten-man squads. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. The Spartans. I don't know. I definitely build the two contemptors that I have. Yep. Um,
3: they they're really good. They're really really good. Good
2: choice. Yeah. yeah.
3: What weapon do you plan on using?
2: I, I'm not really sure, but I know that they need to have one close combat weapon and something nasty.
3: Yeah, I I would go with the meltagun they have. That's uh. Because if anything tries to get close to you, you know, vehicle wise, then you can uh, pretty much one shot it with that gun. Um, so that, that's, yeah, that's the usual setup if you. Uh,
2: so I'm thinking like maybe grab fist, uh, melt the gun.
3: Yeah, exactly. Because then you have what you need to maybe explode a tank or at least severely damage it.
2: so definitely two of those Uh, i'll probably do the uh i'll build the 10 uh, terminators because i like savatar as a model and i like him fluff wise and i like the whole deep strike i know deep strike is fucking risky but i'm thinking maybe do the spartan even though i know eric says he's retarded but it's nice to have a painted spartan uh because i have a spartan and then until i can do them to actually deep strike. And when I'm planning to deep strike, obviously, I know I've played the game a couple of times, and I know that it is fucking risky to deep strike. But I know that, just like Eric said, with the right pre-preparation, you can deep strike by taking yep. out uh auger scanners or, or planning your deep strike in a way that you won't be fucking that much intercept. Deep strike is uh, the good thing about Deep Strike, it's not no longer the fucking bubble, and you actually land in coherency, and you can fucking fuck up things when charging. I did that uh, at the game the other day with the Raven Guards, and I realized, fuck, I can charge when I Deep Strike. This
0: is awesome. Makes a massive difference, doesn't it? <laughs> and
2: and everyone's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that, and they're like, oh my god, and then used Raven Guards with the uh, Raven talents 8 everything. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's a way to make that work. I, I need it's going to need a lot of practice. And I need it's going to need a lot of work. But I know that those 10-man Terminators, you know, I, well, either they're going to hit the shelves or not. I don't know if I'm going to equip them with Thunder Hammers or Lightning Claws. Because Lightning Claws are super fluffy being Night Lords. Mm-hmm. Thunder Hammers are fucking good. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe I'll do a mix. I don't know.
3: No, I saw it. This Dude, I, I will. Is it for Scandus or after Scandus?
2: No, this is. I, I won't make this for Scandus. But okay. this is like for a long term project. I don't know if.
3: Okay. I, I will bring you a bag of super cool uh, Thunder Hammers and uh, a bunch of Nemesis boulders. And then uh, then you can get started on your Deep Strike project.
2: All right, there we go.
3: You can't give yourself like like that. If you're going to do the Deep Strike route, at least. Uh, at least bring the hammer so you actually win the combat after.
2: Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, with those hammers, I can do, like, 10 hammer dudes. Uh, and then I have 10 marines left, which if Eric brings Nemesis bolters, well, there we go. Then we have 10 dudes with Nemesis bolters, so we have a recoil squad there.
3: So it sounds like you got a solid plan there, but... Yeah, I'm going to bring you 20 so, uh, so you can get a proper army. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: crazy shit.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> one one last question I want to ask because um we're gonna put some put some pictures up. Um your alternate uh what's his name, Kers model. Yep. Where did you get him from?
2: Uh I ordered it from China. I randomly looked at AliExpress to find uh, some like out of print Lego.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And in my fucking newsfeed it came up like uh you know Heroic model, yeah <laughs> and okay, and I was like, this is Conrad Curse.
0: it is a ver I mean I love the original model, but that is that is something different, I must admit, and I, I would like like for people to at least have a rough idea where it is when we put the picture up
2: yeah well they they apparently after I went to that page. They have the emperor. They have the lion. They have like everyone. They like Pella. Didn't you see that they, they have like-
1: had a, a guy look like Fulgrim holding a head
2: that looked like Ferris?
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice. And we're not uh, obviously we are not condoning the, the uh, stealing of intellectual property, but if they're there, they're there, and they're very cool models.
1: We want to point out this is not recast models. It's this guy is uh, his guys are sculpting his own model with inspiration, of course, but it's nice.
0: Which is why they're very cool.
3: <laughs> I, yep. I actually have a rule question for you, Freddy. Because uh, oh my God, yes, that's crazy. Do you remember if uh, fear stacks? So if you have different sources, doesn't uh, no?
1: Uh, I checked it up before this episode. It doesn't.
3: Okay, because that's the one thing I forgot to uh, check before the episode. Because I I, I just saw on my notes that I had been uh, really uh, putting emphasis on the herald and. Uh, if the rest of the army causes fear, then then he's probably not as important. But if you don't play terror assault, then the herald is a great model to include.
1: Yes, I actually checked it up before the episode. I wasn't sure.
3: Either. Yeah, yeah, but it stacks on shell shock, so keep doing the Rotor cannons.
1: All about the Rotor cannons. The new black. Yes, paint more Rotor cannons. I have ten here.
3: <laughs> oh, come on, they look cool. They look really cool. That
0: is
2: true.
3: Yeah.
0: Awesome. So you feel a bit better about Night Law's project now?
2: Yep. Yeah. Well I get a plan. Uh, nice. rough roughly.
3: We we can get a drink at Scandals and make a list.
2: <laughs> That's right. I'll yeah. I'll try and at least glue most of the models together and then we can make a list out of what I've fucking glued together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right, well, then if that's the case, I mean, this is never wrapped up because we will always come back to these things because we, you know, there's always new things that are found out. And I'm sure we'll get into some seriously deep fluff discussions in the future. But um, I would strongly suggest to anybody who is loving the sound of the Night Lords, Night Lords Omnibus. Get out there, read it, or listen to it.
1: That's include you, Chris. Yeah. Fuck you.
0: (laughs) Unremembered Empire. Is really good because Curse is in there, and he's peak Kurs at that point. I think that's that's just fun.
2: Peak fucking <laughs> fucking trolling.
0: Peak, so yes, peak Psycho Shadow Boy, Batman Gratachar Troll, uh, which is brilliant, and I think it's amazing. And like I said, there's some short stories out there that are really good for the Night Lords as well, and really sell the Legion. So you know, get yourselves knees deep in that lore, and uh, you'll you'll find your your flow just like freddie sort of got an idea of it now so um awesome chat dude so i think you know by the, by the length of where we're at now i'm gonna speed us very quickly over to the wrap up because this has been a lovely episode and i don't want to get murdered by our editors for going super long again because they will kill me they won't kill you they'll kill me because i'm the one in the, uh, I'm the one in the steering chair apparently but, you know, che- there's a cheeky way of getting and say thank you to our editors for doing all the hard work that they do. Uh, yet again, don't forget the uh, Duchesne, um, the DMD raffle. We've got links on our page. We've got links on almost every other podcast that we've been able to get them on out there, with, uh, thanks to Chris pushing that for us. Um, one ticket entry into a prize draw that gives you a chance to win some very big and very cool models. Uh, and thankfully, does more and more than that. it all goes towards defeating a uh, disease that we want to see absolutely eradicated. Um, you can get us on Spotify. We're on Instagram. We've got loads of stuff going on Facebook and our Discord channel. Scandus is by the time this goes out two weeks away, so no pressure to anybody who's still listening and wondering how long have I got left to paint stuff. This is your two-week warning. Get on it. Uh, literally two weeks. From today is the Friday night. So yes, this will be interesting. Other than that, you guys got anything you want to shout out quickly before we we finish up?
2: Well, if you guys want to get inspired by a Legion and have us talk about a Legion or an army or mech army or whatever, subhumans, just fucking give us a shout out and we can talk about it. We can do like background. We can do fluff. We can. Well, that's background we can do army. We can come up with army suggestions. If you have like a number of models and stuff, I know we did this in the past. It's been a long time since we did like army specials, but fucking yes, hit us up and we'll do an army special.
0: Yeah. Hey, you can always come on and join us. That'll be a lot of fun. Come on and join us with this sort of format. We'll, we'll answer your questions and do what we can to help you build a fun, fun force out of your, uh, your beloved legion, whatever it might be. Um, obviously if it's the ultramarines, it's wrong. But the, or the Imperial Fist, but that's just my, my personal bias.
1: Yeah, we do everything except Ultramarines.
3: Okay? We'll no,
0: we, we we'll get somebody else in to handle that filth, it's fine. We'll get somebody special in to handle
3: that. Yeah. We c- we can do, now that we've been uh, doing you guys, Legians, uh we can always do a uh, thousand suns. Then you can tell me about the fluff, and then I can uh, go through the rules for you.
0: We'll work it out. I think maybe that's our next <laughs> one. We'll see. we'll see what we do with that one, that's for sure. All right, all right, then. well, then I'm going to say it's a good night from me. And me. And me. And me. Remember, guys, uh, treat life like 30K. Be anger on in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off.